Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Well, it's been a while since I've been all by myself on my own podcast. It's actually been about 25 episodes I've shot with a guest speaker and today I figured I would do at least one and get going again on individual ones so this will only be about 10 minutes of your attention span how how is that for you guys so in the first one to eight episodes on a healthier you little by little I covered protein carbs to drink or not to drink I covered mindset I covered why you should celebrate birthdays I covered how much exercise you should start with and starting with a plan and why nutrition is more important than exercise so today we have not covered yet up to date we have not covered fiber and fats and today I'm going to talk about fiber particularly another episode will be about fats. so I think once you get all of the building blocks of nutrition down and you understand the foundation of how much you should have why you should have it uh, then you can have a better life when it comes to nutrition and really nutrition is where it's at for your immunity, for your health, for longevity. So today's question is how much fiber should you get and why is fiber so important? All right, well, let's start with the benefits of fiber because then maybe once you know the benefits, you'll stick around and learn what kinds of fibers are the best for you and why you should have a certain amount of fiber in your diet or maybe why you should avoid fiber. Now, back years ago in 2002, I believe it was, I went to college for nutrition and there was this really big book called Nutrition and Diet Therapy and it was the fifth edition. Now that book is slightly aged now, it's almost two decades old. And what I learned was I had to learn actually how to do medical diets. So like if I was gonna work in a hospital or if I was gonna work in a restaurant, how much of different items, ingredients should you have in certain recipes and and if I had to make a diet for someone who let's say had Crohn's or irritable bowel syndrome or any kind of medical condition really even diabetes and things like that I actually knew how to do that because that's what I was trained to do so when I was looking up my notes in the fiber it was interesting at some of the different things like why you should avoid fiber why you should have fiber so again let me dive into this with you for the benefits of fiber and a lot of you probably know this there's over 10 benefits that I'm going to list right now it can help you decrease weight bing 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 is everybody listening everybody wants to probably maintain a healthy weight so it can help uh, maintain a healthy weight it cuts type 2 diabetes risks because fiber helps regulate your sugar levels, your blood sugar levels. It also can help decrease your chances of heart disease and it helps with a healthier gut bacteria. It also reduces certain types of cancers, especially colon cancer. So for every 10 grams of fiber you eat, it's associated with a 10% reduced risk of colorectal cancer. Wow, and 5% a fall in breast cancer, says a study published in the Annals of Oncology. Also, fiber helps with antioxidants and phytochemicals in fibrous foods. It can also, of course, help you be well mentally, and it can help you be regular. 
it also can help with decreasing cholesterol. So if you ever go to a doctor and your doctor puts you on cholesterol pills, unfortunately, a lot of doctors are not trained in nutrition. So they, they sometimes don't know what to tell you about nutrition. And so if you do have cholesterol pills, you should be t- having certain fibers that help lower your cholesterol. So soluble, soluble fiber is one of those things because it absorbs water. And for every seven grams of fiber eaten daily, your risk of heart disease is lowered. It drops by 9% according to 22 studies published by the British Medical Journal. So things like oats, barley, beans, and psyllium. And psyllium, there's lots of cereals being made with psyllium in it. Fiber can also help decrease hemorrhoids. And fiber can also reduce sluggish, tired feelings because, again, it balances your blood sugar levels. So that took me a couple of minutes just to say the benefits. Are you guys convinced that how important fiber is? Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad that you probably think the same as I do. So fiber is important. Now, how and where do you find fiber and how much do you eat? Well, most of the recommendations are 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day. And things that contain fiber are most vegetables. Broccoli is, uh, I'm going to list some of the top, top 10 things for um, fiber. And broccoli is one of them. Berries, avocados, popcorn, whole grains, apples, pears, brown rice, beans, any kind of beans and lentils, nuts, and bran cereal. Now, you're going to want to be careful if you're diabetic with the bran cereals because, oh my God, they have so much sugar in them, it's unbelievable. So I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I used to, to teach nutrition at, uh, at a gym I used to work at, and I used to go to kids' schools, and I would have the kids look at the side of the cereal box and, and see how much sugar was in the cereal. And if sugar is listed as one of the top ingredients, well, guess what? That obviously wasn't a good cereal for them to eat. But what will surprise you is that Raisin Bran and All Bran are super high in sugar. And the reason why, I think, probably is to make it palatable. <laughs> so to get people to eat it. Because like, who didn't like Raisin Bran growing up? Or even All Bran, that was fun to eat when, when you thought it was healthy for you. But now that I know that it has so much sugar in it, I probably wouldn't recommend that. But I do recommend chia seeds, flax seed, oatmeal. And that combination cooked together is amazing for fiber. All right, so those are some little tips on what foods to eat with high fiber. Berries are great, avocados, like I said, broccoli, pretty much any uh, vegetable and fruit has fiber in it. And you can always Google um, fiber counts or the highest fiber foods if you're really wanting to get dive into this more. Or you can go and download the free app called MyFitnessPal and you can log your food for a day and you can see how much fiber you're getting. So again, I would recommend that you aim for 25 to 30 grams of fiber and you're going to know if you're getting enough fiber if you actually are what if you're pooping right if you're defecating and ideally you want to have two to three bowel movements a day so not everybody has two to three bowel movements a day and I'm flabbergasted when I talk to people and they say they only have one bowel movement a day or they only have one bowel movement every three to four days it's like oh my god like That's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine that. So how do you increase your fiber or what helps get the bowel movements going? I always have this analogy. I've used it for many years. And I say, when a train goes in a tunnel, it should come out the other side, right? 
Well, same with food. If you put food down your your food tunnel, it should come out the other side, right? So if you're eating two to three, uh, not bowel movements a day, (laughs) if you're eating two to three food uh, meals a day, they should be coming out. And if they're not, maybe you are lacking exercise to get that paracelsis happening. Maybe you're, you're lacking water or hydration, and maybe you're, you're on a low fiber diet, which would not necessarily be good because low fiber diets have been linked to colon cancer, diverticulosis, and cholesterol levels. All right. So I would now mind you, if you're on the opposite spectrum where you have GI issues, what like Crohn's disease, irritable bowel syndrome, you're going to need to be careful with how much fiber you get. And maybe you'll be cooking your vegetables rather than having raw vegetables and cooking your fruits rather than having raw fruits to, to lower down the amount of fiber. So those are some, some of the things. So going back to the trains in the tunnel, you want those trains coming out because the longer that food stays in your gastrointestinal tract, the more it has a chance to rot and turn to bacteria and then cause either plaque buildup and disease in your body. And that's generally, and and, be, and have your body become more acidic. And they say that cancer can't grow in an alkaline body. So cancer only grows in an acidic state. So what we want you to do is be pooping more. Okay. So if you're not, uh, now also you can tell, like, let's say you have a lazy bowel. What is a lazy bowel you're asking? Well, that's generally when you only poop once a day or you only go every three days. That is what I would call call a lazy bowel. Now, for some people, that might be normal. Now, if you're pooping and your bowels come out really easily and they're not hard and they're not you're not straining to get it out and causing hemorrhoids, uh, trying to push it out. If you are, let's say if you are and it's dry and it's and you're constipated, that's a sign that you need more fiber in your diet, more water and more exercise probably. So if you let's say you're, you've got that lazy bowel, but you don't have any of those issues, then that's probably going to be normal for you. Normal is not normal for everybody. However, I, I've i always been taught that if you're going to have three meals, you should be pooping out three meals. Just remember that with, with your diet. Fiber is just one of the most important things in your diet besides protein, of course. And then I'm going to talk about fats. They're all very important and you need to know how much, when you should eat it, what kinds you should be eating for great health. So stay tuned. I will cover fats in the next one. What's good fats, what's bad fats. And, you know, really when it comes down to your overall health, being healthier little by little, it really, you need to know what you're doing with your nutrition. And it's easy to Google all this stuff, but it's also easier to listen to my 10 minute podcast, right? Now, if you've liked this and you found some value, please give me a five-star rating. And if you haven't subscribed yet, I would love for you guys to subscribe. Don't be afraid to give me some topics to talk about because I can, I have so many people, different healthcare professionals that are, that have come on my show already, and that will be coming on my show. So if you have an idea, let me know. I'd love to help you out and have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You, Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. 
Once again, thanks for listening.